kind of, right. sort of, um, mm-hmm. in the podcast sense. We are, yes, we are physically co-located in the same spot, recording what it turns out is a one-year anniversary episode, but really, that was not intentional. We've just, uh, we just haven't seen each other for a year, so. Because <laughs> breakups happen! Yes. So, anyway, um, this is... Oh, no, she didn't! <laughs> a true crime podcast all about lady murderers, a.k.a. lady killers, not the lady killers in which they are killed by men. I feel like I need to clear that up. Yes, okay. Okay, cool. Um, but, yeah, so we're back, and our first lady of the night... Mm. You made her sound like a prostitute. <laughs> That's what the lady killers go for. Uh, is she's a local? Her name is Lydia Sherman. Lydia Sherman. Lydia Sherman. Write it down. Put it in the back pocket. Uh, she is known as the Derby Poisoner. I call her the Tri-State John because she's been in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. The Tri-State John. We're really trying to stay away from these prostitute references, aren't we? <laughs> I, I had the John, which is J-A-W-N, before I said the Lady of the Night thing in my defense. Yeah, it's Was fine. It? It's fine. Shit-tacky mushrooms. All right, cool. So. Yes. BTM. All right. Before the murders. Before the murders, she was just the Tri-State Walking around, lady. Well, no, before the murders, she was born in uh, New Jersey. Okay. Um, as a she was born Elizabeth, uh, Lydia Danbury, and she was orphaned. Hmm. She was raised by her uncle. Wolves. No, no, her uncle's name was not Wolf. Um. I didn't say his name was Wolf. I said he was a wolf. Oh God! And by age sixteen, she was working at a, as a tailor. By seventeen, she was a wife. And what year was this? 18 what? 18, well she was born in 1824. Okay, yeah, so that's, she should have been well on her way to kid number two at that point, I would assume. Well, she's gonna get there because she <laughs> marries. And I don't mean killing kid number two. No, 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 no. Alright, continue, just sorry. <laughs> no, okay, so she marries a widower, father of two, Edward Strzok. Hmm. He's a policeman, New Yorkville, um, and... By the 1860s, whoa! Sorry, we can take that out in post. Cool. Just the cat. Um, yeah, so by the 1860s, she was the mother of six. And that's not including his two. Hmm. Um, and yeah, and she was pretty much over it, according to Murderpedia, mostly the pregnancies. Hmm. Um, because there had been a lot. Um, and it was also, added, it, the, the added stress was that Edward eventually lost his job. Mm. It spiraled into depression. Um, and because he was unable to find a job, his depression deepened, and so did Lydia's resentment, let's just to be okay. completely honest. Um, so she took, she takes a trip to her local chemist, and she's like, hey, I need some rat poison. And she used it to end Edward's life. Um, mm. But, of course, prior to this, she had taken out a life insurance policy. Oh, yeah. So yeah, she yeah, was yeah. able to collect that ye old sweet green. Ye oldie shillings of dead men. Yep, that. Um, and so once that, you know, plan panned out, like, hey, I got rid of him. Yes. 
convenient, that life insurance policy that just took effect. She decided to insure and then murder all six of the children. Cool. Yeah. So by 1866, she is rich and free because in the 1860s, everybody's dying. So this is just, like, this is the patron seat of the child-free subreddit. Yep. 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 And so, yeah, so right now we, she's at seven. Mm. Seven victims. Seven victims. All right. Those oh. are rookie numbers. you got to pump those up. Come on. In comes second husband. All right. Here we go. Dennis Holbert. Mm. I put his occupation as old rich guy. Old rich guy. Yes. It's a uh, time-honored profession since uh, history immemorial. Hey, you got to love the rich old guys. So... Yeah, if you want to get in the will, you gotta love the rich old guy. Yeah, and she made sure everyone thought that she loved him because by 1868 she had moved on to and married Dennis, who <laughs> was from a wealthy farming family in New Haven, Connecticut. This is who mm. I said she hits all the stops. Um, and so to keep suspicion low because he was way her senior. Um, she made it seem like she had the hots for him everywhere she went. She's like, even the neighbors, like, you know, she was seen, like, being tender and caressing his old man self. Those liver spots really make me hot and bothered. Uh, nothing, Ooh, no, nothing gets her going like varicose veins. Um, and so, because he's like, oh, you know, I have this hot young babe, and we're going to get married, and it's going to be great, I'm going to live out the best years of my life, he revises his will. Um, and leaves his young wife, both his estates, personal and real. That I don't know why they felt the need to say that. His personal estates and his real estates implying that his person was not real, as in he's not a person, in which case, how did he even have an estate to leave? That's the, that's the new mystery. That's the Scooby-Doo level. In the Wake Scooby up, sheeple! <laughs> So, uh, because Dennis was also, he was old, um, which everyone says, uh, he was also a bit senile. Mm. Um, so that made this murder pretty much a cinch. Um, mm. By the early 1870, Dennis succumbed to intense abdominal pain only a few after, uh, and, and only in a few hours, Lydia was fucking single. Ready to mingle, she was for the streets. She's out here. Um, Not even, uh... Not even a minute of waiting. No, but the problem was is that she had managed to blow the majority of his estate. Perfect. Before he oh, even damn. Ah, oh, here we go. All right. So we move on because now we're broke and we need a job. Oh, man. In comes third husband. Oh, man. So this is going to be uh, the rich guy from Brewster's Millions? Or? Nope. Um, young mechanic Horatio Nelson Sherman. Horatio Nelson Sherman. Most people call him Nelson. So, in the same year, 1870, Lydia takes a job as a housekeeper for every, what, who everyone knows him as is Nelson Sherman. Nelson had just lost his wife. Mm. Not to murder, though. She, she just died. To the perfidious French. Possibly. Mm. Um, and he needed someone to assist him in taking care of his children. He had five kids, three sons, two daughters. Um, he didn't know what the fuck to do, uh, what the fork to do. Too late now. I know, it's I'm gonna sure. turn into a zoop effect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so 
he's distraught. He needs a helping hand. In comes Lydia. Now, mind you, the two weren't really hot for each other. But she had sworn to carry his burdens, and he was the dragonborn, so... There you go. That's what they said. Yes. And so... In 1860. Yes. Um, and... Connecticut. <laughs> she, shut up! She marries him, even though he's not big on it. He's like, well, at least I have someone to take care of these forking kids. Um, and then she kills two of them. She kills the youngest one, who is not yet two, um, and his 15-year-old daughter. Hmm. Um, and then, you know, he's distraught. He's like, my kids, they're gone. What's happening? What is my life? childs. Woe is me. All one of them, okay, yeah, they were a toddler. That happens in 1860. But the other one, she survived to her teenage years. She was almost, she was ready to get married. She was 15. She didn't die in childbirth. What a waste. Ugh, exactly. Um... So they started to drift apart because he was just over it. Mm. Um, they even contemplated divorce. Mm. However, um, she was able to persuade Nelson to try to make amends. And then she killed him. And as an excuse, stop jumping ahead. And as an act of good faith, um, she made him a glass of something nice. And with two, within two hours, Nelson was in excruciating pain. And then within three days, Nelson was dead, and she was once again a grieving widow. For what he thought was water, it was H2SO4. Well, some people said that he was just kind of a booze hound. I don't know. Mm. But, yeah. One report said it was like chocolate milk. Very confusing. Very confusing. Chocolate milk? You gotta watch out for that stuff in 1860. You gotta watch out for milk in 1860. That's, that's the point. Actually... I probably do have to watch out for chocolate. I don't know. We have to watch out for everything. Yeah, that's true. When did we get germ theory? I want to say Pastor was earlier than that, but, uh... Yeah, but when did it really stick when people were, like, washing their hands and shit? Oh, that one. That one took a while, I think. Yeah, because... Yeah, that's... that poor guy who was like, Well, if you touch dead people and then give (coughs) childbirth with your hands... Or you help with the childbirth with your hands, and then the mother dies from an infection from the childbirth. I wonder if there's a connection. Like, oh, oh, oh no, we are gentlemen. Our hands are hey. clean by default. Hey. That ichor hey. dripping hey. has been sanitized by our money. Save it for your spot on sawbones. We're not there. Mm. Um. So, Lydia runs out of luck. Local doctor by the name of Beardsley, super sp- suspicious. He's like, mm. she's like, don't be suspicious, don't be suspicious. But he sees the suspicion all over her, it's everywhere. Um, and so he requests um, second and third. Delayed <laughs> 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 reaction. Was percolating. Um, yeah, so he requested second and third opinion autopsies. Mm on the Sherman kids because he thought something was afoot. Um, he also had her second husband, Dennis Holbert, exhumed as well. This guy just goes the extra the extra inch for this stuff. And a considerable amount of arsenic was found in all of the bodies. Oh, man. So. They must have been really constipated. 
What did you get? What? So this was just like rat poison? It wasn't like, oh, well, you have abdominal pain, so why don't you take some arsenic for it? No. This oh. was like, I gave it to you because I wanted you to die. Yeah. But not but because I, I thought it was going to... I told you it would help with the constipation. No, I'm sneaking into your food. Hmm. A little sprinkle, sprinkle. Little plop, plop, fizz, fizz. That sounds. You're dead. That sounds gross. You haven't heard the Alka Seltzer commercials? Not in a really long time. All right, fine. Okay, but by the time the police have been alerted, Lydia has fled to guess where? Mexico. New York. Ah. Mexico, if the, no, it really wasn't, so. It wasn't. I don't know, are we talking about upstate New York? Um, or New York City, or like Albany? It just says New York, bro, I don't know. Anyway, she fled uh, in the tri-state area, which was okay. dumb. Um, and so orders were put in to have her extradited back to Connecticut. Uh, she denied murdering Nelson and claimed to have only murdered his children. Oh, <laughs> Some serious. I shot the sheriff, but I didn't kill the deputy. Exactly. <laughs> and so she's just like, he accidentally ingested arsenic. How was I to know that box that I left out there? I just stuck the poison needles next to the regular needles, you know? <laughs> yeah, how would I know he would put the wrong one in his coffee? Yeah. Several everyone, times. Everyone called Bullspit. And on July 11th, 1873, Judge Stanford convicted and sentenced Lydia Sherman to life in prison at the mm. Wethersfield State Prison. I'm sort of disappointed it didn't have a fancy long name like the the Stanford Prison for the Criminally Female or something like Criminally that. Criminally Insane Females. I've been a fucking sanit fork in sanitarium. It's alright, we got that one too. However, uh, here's what here's the singer. 1877, uh -oh. Lydia escapes. Does it say how? No, it was said with the help of friends. With the help of friends. With the help of friends, and because the warden was a dingleberry. Hmm. Um. So one of her friends just lifted the skirt and gave a little hint of ankle, and all the guards were so distracted she just walked on out. Yep. And guess where she fled to? Slutsylvania? Providence, Rhode Island. Ah. But she was captured and returned to prison in May, on May 16th, 1878, and for the stupidest reason. Well, I don't know. I want to say if you get extradited out of Rhode Island, that's probably the best way to get out. So, because that's the, that's the Mexico of the Northeast. Which state in the Northeast is the Mexico of the Northeast? I don't, I don't think there's a Mexico in the Northeast. I don't even know what would qualify a state to be the Mexico of the Northeast. I don't know either, but you said it. And now I feel like you got to figure it out. Mm. Save that for next time. All right, um, I'll put a pin in it, come back to it. So she was staying at a local hotel, and she gave the proprietor's <coughs> wife two different names, mm. which is how she got busted. <coughs> Don't die. I'm going to take that one out, too. Okay. All right. Just like uh, she took all those guys out and killed them. Just and go. their children. And the children. 
Um, but after battling illness for several weeks, Lydia eventually kicked the bucket. Wait, hold on. How did she get extradited? I interrupted you when you were trying to tell me. Oh, um, she ended up going get, getting sent back to Connecticut for prison because she gave the local proprietor, like hotel proprietor's wife, two different names, so they were on to the fact that she was a Oh, liar. I thought that was just uh, how they caught her, not how... not. It's not like she attempted to steal a plum or something from the plum merchant. From the local plum the merchant? Lo the local plum monger. No, she... I don't know, what do you make in Rhode Island? Disappointment? I think so. We don't have any Rhode Island listeners. We don't, we don't have, really any, have listeners. any listeners. Yeah, there we go. So but I'm bummed. I'm pretty safe on this one. Um, and if it worse comes to worse, I'll just uh, edit this out. Years down the line. Hey, nope. This is this counts. No, right? I got. We gotta sanitize this for Casper mattresses. I want the socks. I want the bombas. Anyway, um, <laughs> there was a book written about Lydia's crimes, and it was called *The Poison Fiend*. The Poison Fiend. Life, crimes, and conviction of Lydia Sherman. Which is like one step above. A Ferengi book, which would be The Poison Female. Pretty much. Um, and it was written by this guy named George Lippard Barclay, and it was published by Barclay and Co. in 1873. So they don't really even get the spicy bit about when she broke out of prison. So, uh, yeah. Need a revised edition for that. You gonna go back? You know what? If I get a time machine. That's not a bad thing to do. Just go back, find out how she escaped prison with the help of her friends. Was it going through the laundry? Was it pretending to be one of them? One Did of she, One of her friends. Oh. Like, oh, a gaggle of ladies has gone through, and she's just walking through the middle of them, and their, their outfits are so gigantic that no one even notices she's in the middle of it. Go to bed. 